Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this is the lombardi line with ben wilson and mike pritchard live from phoenix the site of super bowl 57 on vsin the Sports Betting Network. Hey, everybody, and welcome in. It is another edition of the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. Not just any edition, though, of our show. Very special build-up to Super Bowl 57 uh, here in Las Vegas. I'm Ben Wilson from our, Cir- our Circa Sportsbook Studios right in downtown. Usually, Mike Pritchard, the former NFL wide receiver, is sitting to my left. But instead, he is on Radio Row, our beautiful set at the site of the big game, Mike Pritchard uh, joins us right now. Day number two in VEASAN's first ever on-site coverage of the Super Bowl with preparations underway for the Kansas City Chiefs and Philadelphia Eagles as we welcome in Pritch. Uh, Mike, I feel like I saw you literally everywhere yesterday. Like you, <laughs> I, I went on Twitter last night, and there were about 19 different clips of different media outlets having you on their airwaves. So I'm glad you still have a voice today, Pritch. Good to see you back. Uh, great to see you as well, Ben, uh, and great to be back with you. Um, you know, it's crazy because uh, it has been uh, an eventful two days so far. I mean, it's flying by, but you're right. Uh, you know, when you are a former athlete or player, National Football League or whatever, uh, and you're in the media center, uh, and, you know, not everybody is here, and, and certainly everybody's going to start to arrive, like it's what's happening right now. Um, then all of a sudden, yeah, you get into demand, which is good for us. I mean, for VSIN, everybody wants to know about VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. And uh, I was happy to talk about VSIN and what we do uh, at the network and uh, certainly give my opinions on the football game, too, though. But uh, yeah, uh, I had a few hauls uh, and I'm good to go there today. True broadcaster right there. Mike, Mike Pritchard right. knows you got you to start <laughs> pounding the halls when you have a lot going on. Yes. Uh, so as we yes. open the show today, a reset of where the line is at. Yesterday there was some movement. While the side has pretty much been locked in, mm-hmm. Philadelphia minus one right. and a half, basically every shop with a couple of small exceptions. The total to get some play to the over, there was a release to the over yesterday from a betting group. Now up to 51 pretty much market-wide. A couple books have even touched 51 and a half and stayed there. I don't know. What's what's the vibe out uh, out there in Phoenix? Are people expecting points, Pritch? Because that's how the betting market is going. Uh, yeah, you know, and the points kind of favor uh, the Chiefs, you know. And, and I think I started it off yesterday, Ben, when I, I mentioned that I saw Patrick Mahomes walk down uh, the flight of stairs from the plane, from the charter, uh, and he was walking normally, right? And, and so think about that. You got a high ankle sprain 
you would probably be more careful walking down those stairs. We've seen presidents stumble uh, downstairs, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, so, so we have Patrick Mahomes fine, walking fine. He was at opening night last night, walking around fine, a lot of energy. His ankle wasn't sore. So, I, I mean, people, I think, got out in front of that, uh, anticipating uh, a healthier Patrick Mahomes. And, and perhaps we do see Superman uh, in this Super Bowl. We, we saw a glimpse of Superman, right, uh, when he uh, took off and ran and made that scramble, got the first down, and then the penalty on top of that to help his team win. Uh, but we might see Superman, the true Superman, uh, 100%, uh, no kryptonite at all yeah. uh, in this game uh, against uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Well, you saying Patrick Mahomes, it, it leads me into the general narratives that are now only going to get hammered even more so and ingrained into our minds as we uh -huh. get closer to the Super Bowl. Last night was the big opening night with the media night, and we had people people asking Nick Sirianni if it was a must-win game. You know, we're, we're, you know it's off and running when that is what's happening. <laughs> but let, let's just go in narrative diving, Pritch, for a couple of the big storylines. Really narrative number one, can Jalen Hurts, an inexperienced quarterback in his first Super Bowl, can he stand up to the test, which is squaring up against Patrick Mahomes, a veteran now making his third Super Bowl appearance what do you say to that narrative that's out there right now? Well, it's a, it's a, I think it's a strong narrative, to be honest with you, because um, we, we saw Jalen Hurts get benched in a national championship game on that stage, right? Uh, and, and you would think, okay, with all the great athletes he has around him in Alabama, and, uh, you know, they would probably be okay uh, with Jalen Hurts, and that was the thought process. But, no, they had to go to a left-handed quarterback to throw the football, and that was Tua. Uh, and the rest is history with both of those guys. So, uh, here is redemption for, for Jalen, though. I mean, uh, I, I can applaud his journey. Uh, I certainly respect the hell out of uh, how he's improved his game and, and certainly set himself up to be in the Super Bowl uh, and to lead the Eagles to, to this moment, to this stage as well. But, I, you know, I, I think there are questions out there about that. And, and those are legitimate. Uh, you know, you, you can't fool yourself as a better right now and, and not have – legitimate questions, not a concern, mm -hmm. but legitimate questions uh, in, in regards to how Jalen's going to be able to handle this big stage this time. If you're better too, though, you have to consider the historical context. This is a number when I did the, the research, Pritch, that really surprised me. But if you go back through the last 20 plus seasons of Super Bowls, there have been 11 different matchups mm -hmm. between first time Super Bowl quarterback and a quarterback on the other side who had appeared in at least one. So the so-called Hurts versus Mahomes you know, type matchup. Those young right. quarterbacks of their first Super Bowls are actually six and five straight up and nine and two against the spread. So it's, a, it's somewhat of a, a narrative anomaly, at least when you look at the numbers, Mike, to suggest, well, these quarterbacks who have no experience, they don't have any shot. The numbers dictate, actually, it's been a, a pretty good position in the past, and at least for Jalen Hurts in his particular matchup, because of all the weapons he has around him, because of the multidimensional right. nature of the Philadelphia right. offense, I'm a believer that... Any of those nerves he has coming in will, will dissipate pretty quickly once the Eagles get into their game flow. And that's that's the um, you know that that is the positivity that I think if you're back in the Eagles you're going to lean on. Um, but then the narrative goes back to what I just talked about. You know when Jalen was playing uh, with Alabama, I mean he had some elite wide receivers too, right? Totally they're, they're, they're in the National yeah. Football League. Uh, um, but yet, you know, the, the, his ability at that time was not what it is now. Um, but is his confidence uh, going to be improved? It should, right? I mean, he should be highly confident. I know he's banged up a little bit. Uh, but to your point, I, I mean, back in the Eagles, for me, uh, comes down to everybody else. You know, I, the quarterback edge goes to the Kansas City Chiefs. We know that. 
Um, but for everybody else and from a team game aspect, you know, A.J. Brown's got to step up. That's why he was traded over. Devonta Smith has to step up. He's a Heisman Trophy uh, a winner. He can be a select few, Ben Wilson, uh, to win the Heisman, win the national championship, and win a Super Bowl championship. So you know that's motivating him, too. Miles Sanders, uh, a great, great player. Um, and then that offensive line. I mean, that's who has to rally uh, around Jalen and uplift him more so mm. than Jalen uplifting everybody else. Mike Pritchard, Super Bowl MVP bet, if you've missed it, by the way. Miles Sanders, 30-1, <laughs> to 1, Philadelphia running back going down the board. The, if you're looking to yes. bet into, into that narrative, right, if we're talking about Hurts' uh-huh. lack of experience, and if you're a believer like I am, that it's not going to be as big of a deal as everybody's making out to be, that he has matured over the past few seasons since that national championship at Alabama, the way to attack right. it is with the rushing prop, where Hurts is at 49 and a half. Philadelphia leads the league. They're the best team in design quarterback runs from a success rate and yards per carry standpoint. Kansas City has struggled defending opposing quarterbacks in the run game over the past couple of months. Nine of the last 10 quarterbacks they faced have gone over their rushing prop. It's an, it's an easy, logical way when I think about the, the way Philadelphia will set up their game flow and game plan to get Hurts mm-hmm. onto the exterior, get some design runs, get him comfortable in the game. It makes a lot of sense if, you, if you're a believer that he'll be ready to go for this game. You bet him over that 49 and a half on the rush yard prop. Sure, sure. I mean, you got to be conscious of the injury uh, because he kind of he, he covered up a little bit uh, in that game against San Francisco, uh, maybe trying to avoid injury. There's nothing wrong with that, right? Um, one of the things I want to build on, too, with my bet with Miles Sanders, Ben, uh, is, is, is more of a bet on that offensive line or with that offensive line, too, right? Like, if I'm going to bet Miles Sanders as a Super Bowl MVP, that means he's going to have a hell of a game rushing the football. But it's going because of that offensive line. Uh, and that's the number one offensive line uh, in all of football. I, I put out on Twitter, I remember this, in the middle of the year, because so many teams had offensive line issues and, and, and people were crying, oh, my God, I wish we had a better offensive line. And I'm like, okay, who is the best offensive line and who's the healthiest offensive line? And, and hands down. Uh, it was the Eagles, right? And so Lane Johnson got banged up a little bit. You know, it's going to happen. And uh, along the way, some other guys got banged up a little bit. But they're all going to be functioning and playing uh, in this game. So my bet uh, from an MVP standpoint, and if you're still shopping around on any side of the ball, uh, whether it's the Chiefs or, or the Eagles, uh, to me, that focus should be on the offensive line uh, to help out uh, that situation with MVP. With Landon Dickerson and Lane Johnson, each questionable coming in yet to practice, but we're going to see them suit up. And those were two of the three Pro Bowl selections as part of a dominant Eagles offensive line. It can lead us into another narrative as we're going down narrative street to start off the day (laughs) trying to say, all right, are these real or totally fake? There's the angle of Mm -hmm. the, well, Philadelphia hasn't played anybody narrative. Easiest strength of schedule according to a number of metrics if you look at football outsiders in the DVOA. Easiest schedule for Philadelphia. If, if, as a former player, Mike, you're watching how Philadelphia sets up in their film all season with the offensive line. Is the offensive right. line, does that change to you if it's a harder schedule for Philadelphia? Because that's how you kind of determine, right, uh, how, how legitimate that well, narrative is. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I have to take off my betting hat and put on my player hat now. Please, and, please do. Uh, there's no such th- <laughs> Yeah, there's no such thing as an easy schedule. I mean, by metrics and, and, you know, if we want to measure it, right, you know, uh, or put a number on it, I, I guess it's easy. But ask Jalen Hurts with a separated SC joint. <laughs> ask Lane Johnson with, a, what, a pull growing. He's going to have to have surgery. You know, ask, ask uh, Kelsey. You know, ask a lot of these players uh, who are hobbling right now, who are banged up, that the schedule was easy. Uh, you can't do that because your body's telling you that thing was hard. 
Uh, this was hard work getting to, to this point. Um, I, I think when the Eagles were undefeated, nobody was crying about the schedule or strength of the schedule. The NFC was top heavy. We know that. We had San Francisco uh, and Philly, right? And that's what ended up in the NFC Conference Championship game. So I'm not shocked at that. That's why I don't power rank um, uh, because mm -hmm. I, I just, as a former player, as a retired player, I, I just don't buy into the whole uh, strength of schedule argument or debate. And look, the offensive line, would it have still been number one in most people's minds with a harder schedule? I would say yes. When you have three pro bowlers <laughs> right. who's, who block in an elite level the way they do and are able to create separation yeah. in the run game and also right. protect in the passing game for Jalen Hurts. I like that we start with our pseudo deep dive, Pritch, breaking down the narrative because that's what we're here to do. <laughs> Super Bowl week, and it, yeah, we're just absolutely. getting started today yeah. on the Lombardi line. We have a ton of outstanding guests coming up on the show today. Oh Mike gosh. Silver will be joining us next. A longtime NFL writer now for the San Francisco Chronicle. So Mike joins the show next. We have a bunch of other outstanding guests, though. Herm Edwards will join us as well, along with Ryan Leaf, among others. As we're just getting started, it's the Lombardi line here from VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is the Lombardi Line with Ben Wilson and Mike Pritchard. Live from Phoenix, the site of Super Bowl 57 on VSEN, the sports betting network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one 800 522 4700. 
As we welcome you in, it's the Tuesday edition of the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. I'm Ben Wilson from downtown Las Vegas at our Circus Sportsbook Studios. Mike Pritchard back with us from Radio Row, side of Super Bowl 57, our first ever uh, season here of coverage for VEASAN being on site at the Super Bowl. And our first guest of the day, pleased to welcome in Mike Silver, longtime NFL writer, now at the San Francisco Chronicle. You see his work on Bally Sports as well and a podcast for the volume. So, Mike, great to see you. We were trying to figure out how many years of experience this has been for you uh, covering a Super Bowl. I feel you've, you've won up to Pritch in a sense. Not many people can say that, <laughs> but you do have a couple more years of experience here, uh, at least being at the site of the Super Bowl. You know, the hard thing about being old is you have to do the Roman numerals, right? I can't just tell you that it's my <laughs> yeah. 29th Super Bowl. Right. I got to go like X, X, I, X. And, you know, when you're young, you can kind of get there, but it's just, it starts taxing you after a while. Yeah, absolutely. I can agree with that. I mean, uh, I start with the X and then I'll just count after that. Like, I'm not going to figure out all those Roman numerals. Why won't we just throw a number out in front of the Super Bowl? They did it for Super Bowl 50. They were like, okay, we're just right. going to let you do the 5-0. And I thought, okay, cool. Now <laughs> going forward, we're going to go with the number. Right. No, no. <laughs> So much for well, that. Well, you know, you're here so at the Super Bowl. Yeah, so much for that. I know you're here at the Super Bowl, obviously, covering uh, this game. Uh, but I want to get to some news and notes around the National Football League because of um, what's been going on. Um, let's start with in Denver. Yeah. Uh, and, and the hiring of Sean Payton. You know, the Broncos have gone the route of first-time head coaches, and now okay, we're going to get an adult in the room, so to speak, uh, and Sean Payton. He had uh, a comment in regards to Russell Wilson and what he's not going to be able to do. Um, how do you think – that plays out. I mean, the fact that Sean Payton went publicly with that statement, uh, I thought that was surprising. I think because you're Sean Payton, you have the leeway to do that with Russell. And okay. Russell's a very smart guy and understands the situation he's now in because you can say, oh, Nathaniel Hackett failed as a first-time head coach, but really what happened is they went out and took a huge swing and traded a bunch for Russell, paid him in advance, and Russell looked nothing like the future Hall of Famer and great player that he, he had looked like for the previous decade mm -hmm. in Seattle. And by the way, Gino Smith went balled out in <laughs> <He> Seattle. <did. laughs> so it, if you're Russell, you have to look at it and go, whoa, um, I need to get back my mojo. And so I think because of Sean's record, you, you trust him and you give him that leeway you wouldn't give someone else. And look, I've known Sean a long time, and I say this lovingly as someone who also has an inflated sense of self. Uh, you, you gravitate toward those challenges. If, you know, a lot of coaches would be like, I don't want any part of that right. mess. Sean's like, no, nah, no, nah, I can fix this. And, uh, I, you know, because of that, uh, you know, arrogance, again, I say it lovingly, he has a chance. Kind of have to be arrogant, though, if you're a head coach. I mean, in a sense, that's what, <laughs> hey, you're totally right with how uh, Sean Payton at least uh, assumed that position yesterday at his opening press conference. Again, Mike Silver joining us right now from Radio Row in our build-up to the Super Bowl. Yeah, you were making some news this week, uh, Mike. I encourage people to check out uh, Mike on Twitter, too, at Mike Silver. So you had Joe Montana was on your, uh, your podcast talking about what the 49ers should do quarterback-wise. Interesting comments, to say the least. How surprised were you to have this legend come on and be like, you know what, uh, Jimmy G, he should actually be an option next year for the Niners. Uh, yeah, it was kind of, it wasn't, it definitely wasn't the focal point of our interview. We hit a lot of topics, and, and I started covering the 49ers as a very young beat writer in 1989 and one of the great teams ever that yeah. year, and Joe and I go way, way back, and we've had a lot of conversations not in front of people that are pretty frank, so we, we touched a lot of topics, and then not as a throwaway, but I kind of just was like, hey, you know, with Purdy 
healthy, it was clear that he was going to be yeah. the guy. But now what do you do? And he was like, I think they should bring Jimmy back, which is not going to happen. But uh, it's interesting when you hear one of the absolute greatest, and I would argue the greatest of all time, say, I think Jimmy Garoppolo has a lot of, you know, good qualities and that translate to victory because many, many 49er fans and others tend to fixate on what's not great about Jimmy. And and they will move on and Jimmy will go to a to a place that believes in him. Yeah, I mean that statement to me um screams that the jury's still out on Trey Lance, right? And sure. Uh you know, he's coming back from injury. Brock Purdy's gonna be coming back from injury. I mean, this roster is still set to get back to a Super Bowl and you know we, we like to bet on games here at the network here at VEASAN. So looking forward to next year, I mean, where do you think the 49ers go? Uh, I, yeah, someone told me that there's this thing called gambling. I still haven't really figured out what that is yet, but I do know okay. that a lot of people get interested. Yeah, um, here's the thing. They were set up in a, in a very enviable position with Purdy because of Kyle Shanahan's faith in him. You could continue to develop Lance. Uh, you're on rookie deals. You can pay Bosa. You've got this great, great cast around him, and you've still got a window. Right. Now that because of the uncertainty about Purdy's elbow, you got to have a plan 1A and 1B. Trey Lance could be one of those, but he hasn't showed enough yet to them uh, to let them think that's the way we're going to go. Uh, you know, no other alternative. So I think you look at a Matt Ryan or a Andy Dalton type, unless you want to take the giant swing with Aaron Rodgers, uh, but then that's a different cap reality. And it's also a multi-year reality where you, you kind of foreclose the Purdy option that you really liked. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be a really, really interesting few weeks. The good news about Trey Lance is that he is exceptionally intelligent. And anytime I know that a player has that quality, especially a quarterback, I believe that there's a long way you can go uh, upside-wise. Okay. The accuracy hasn't been there. Uh, he's obviously had some rough luck with injuries. Um, they're going to have to, you know, spend once he's back and able coming off the second ankle surgery, they're going to have to really work hard to get him to a point where he might be an opening day starter. And Mike Silver joining us right now. You see his work at the, in the San Francisco Chronicle, also doing work right on Radio Row for Bally Sports and has a podcast there for the volume. Give him a follow at Mike Silver. The, the Aaron Rodgers piece is going to be interesting. Uh, that, that's the other angle I want to get to your thoughts on here before we get to your thoughts on the big game, where who, all the rumors now are starting to fly. What do you see being the most logical uh, result of this offseason drama? Well, it's really interesting because Aaron really has the control based on the way the, the contract is set up. Um, I I'm convinced, uh, based on my sources, that unlike the previous two off-seasons where it's like, Aaron, can we just figure out a way to make you happy? Right. That's not going to happen. The Packers, I think their attitude is if you are into this and want to come back and work over the off-season with these new receivers and, you know, give it a run – we, we're into that, but anything short of that, um, you know, you got to show us you want to be here. And, and knowing Aaron and knowing that, my suspicion is it will go down a path where he wants to leave. Um, and then it's an interesting scenario. I mentioned the 49ers who tried really hard to get him a couple years ago, but you look at, um, you know, the Jets clearly where Nathaniel Hackett is. The aforementioned Nathaniel Hackett now is the offensive coordinator. You look at a team like the Commanders, uh, the Titans, and some other places. So it's fascinating. I mean, if you look at the Brady model and you 
you can keep playing into your 40s now under today's rules, apparently. <laughs> right. uh, but, you know, Aaron Rodgers is a transcendent, first, you know, first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback who uh, presumably has got some years left. And, you know, this season wasn't so great. But, man, MVPs the previous two years, uh, that could be a transformative move. Uh, and I think because the Packers understand the contract and how hard it would be to get out of for them, it's not going to be a shakedown in terms of draft capital. Yeah, we're going to certainly follow that story. Let's get to the big game. Um, we got a matchup here, uh, one of the best defenses or the best defense this year uh, against the best offense uh, this year uh, as well. I mean, we were talking, Ben Wilson and I were talking about narratives. Uh, now, this narrative is true. Defense wins championships. Which one are you going to follow? The offense in Kansas City? Or are you going to go with the defense and Eagles? Well, first of all, five years ago, the Eagles were in a Super Bowl, and I don't think defense was played <laughs> right. until Brandon Graham finally got <laughs> yeah. the ball away from Tom Brady. Um, I, look, it seems very even to me. Um, I don't know this whole gambling talk, but I would think maybe the amount of points total would exceed the expectation okay. um, of the average person who guessed that and put money on it. It's That's 51, Mike. There you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it right. feels to me like that it might be more than that. But uh, I, it seems even to me, obviously, Mahomes is hard to pick against in, you know, in that setting. My only my only hesitation with the Eagles is, are they front runners? Mm -hmm. Have they gutted out games? Have they come from behind? Uh, and what happens if the Chiefs say get up? 17-0. If the Chiefs get down 17-0, I, I, I know they're very capable of coming back. Whether they do or not, you know, we'll see. Mm -hmm. The Eagles get down, are they built for that? Um, and so, but it really feels like a very even matchup to me. Yeah. And it's, a, you know, it's yeah. two worthy teams. I'm glad they're here. Great right. Good for them. Well, mark it down. Mike Silver, over 51. Yeah. <laughs> it's official pick. Hey, Mike, next year. What does year, that even mean? <laughs> what next, does that mean? Uh, we'll, we'll explain next. Mike, next year, you're in Vegas. <laughs> 30th Super Bowl for you. We're going to see you here next year, right? Uh, so we appreciate the time. Thanks X, for stopping by. XXX indeed. All right, some news and notes for Mike Pritchard and I to discuss when we return to the Lombardi Line. This is the Lombardi Line with Ben Wilson and Mike Pritchard, live from Phoenix, the site of Super Bowl 57 on VSEN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge on football's big game, the VEASAN experts have got you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with introductory offer of only $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests with tools like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the season where our experts break down brackets, best bets, and all the big game props. So don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe today to sign up for only $9.99. That is VSIN.com slash subscribe back with the former NFL wide receiver Mike Pritchard who is on Radio Row in Phoenix getting ready for Super Bowl 57 I'm Ben Wilson from downtown Las Vegas at our Circus Sportsbook Studios pleased to welcome right now our next guest to the show Herm Edwards the longtime NFL vet and head coach you see his work now on ESPN as an analyst Herm thank you so much for joining us I have to start with this you're a defensive backs coach for the Kansas City Chiefs in 1995 when young Mike Pritchard works his way into the AFC West. What do you remember about game planning against Pritch back in the day when he, he was right in the middle of a very nice career? Yeah, he was. Very, very talented receiver. Um, and, and, you know, that conference had a lot of really good receivers. He happened to be a young one coming into it. Um, a lot of fun back in those days. You know, it was not a passing league like it is now. 
he's probably mad at that. I'm probably mad at that as well when I, when I played the league. When the passing league, it was a running league, you know. But uh, it's wide open now, boy. It, it, they, they use every grain of grass on the field to, to attack it, especially in the passing game. Yeah, absolutely, Herm. I wish I could turn back time and or or actually play again uh, right now. I mean, I can't do it. You can, though. I know you stay in shape. Uh, but I wanted to ask you uh, about Andy Reid because, you know, yeah. this is legendary, what he's able to accomplish, you know, leading the Eagles to a Super Bowl, now leading uh, the Chiefs to multiple Super Bowls and opportunities. Uh, I know coaches talk about a blueprint for success, can you give our audience what that blueprint is? Because I think it's remarkable what Andy Reid has accomplished so far. Well, first, you know, given time, given time to build your program. And that's very important. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he's worked for two great organizations in the fact that ownership understands it doesn't happen in a year or two. And then, obviously, if you land yourself with a good quarterback, um, you've got a 10-year run if he can stay healthy. And you think about where Andy's been, and the quarterbacks that he's had playing for him, um, you know, that helps him as well. And Andy's a great coach. I can remember when I was my first years at Kansas City, uh, when I was a scout, uh, secondary guy, just kind of learning the business. And Andy was at Missouri. He was an offensive line assistant coach down there. So that's, he got his, you know, he's kind of started in and he worked his way. And obviously he's done a fabulous job wherever he's been. You're talking about Super Bowls. Um, <laughs> ironic this is Super Bowl 57 I actually played in Super Bowl 15 42 years ago uh, it's just amazing how time passes and how fast it goes and then the magnitude of this game all of a sudden compared to what it was then we thought it was a pretty big game then Super Bowl 15 um, and now Super Bowl you know 57 the event that it has become uh, with all the media and all the attention and, and just everything that goes along with this um, the NFL has done a nice job of really promoting the game of football. Uh, it's a 365-day-a-year it's mm-hmm. conversation for, it, for everybody. We all make a living off football now. We yeah, do. We it, certainly we can. Play, and we're in radio. We're in television. We talk about football all year round. Again, Herm Edwards joining us right now. Follow Matt Herm Edwards, by the way, if you don't already. ESPN NFL analyst has spent time with both of the Kansas City and Philadelphia organizations. You go back to when you were playing, Herm. I think about how things have changed, at least from the position of you know, being a defensive back. When you played in Super Bowl 15 for the Philadelphia Eagles and you had 33 career interceptions there in your time with Philly, what sort of advice would you be giving now to the four rookie DBs who will see significant time for Kansas City, uh, considering it is, as a rookie, now getting into the Super Bowl here at, at the, uh, the end there of their first seasons in the league? Well, I would say this. I think for all those guys, now even if you played in some, I mean, that, that's one thing you have a little more you, know, you have a little more understanding of what it's going to feel like. I can remember when we played in ours um, in the pregame warm-up, you know, after the, you know, you're starting to warm up, and within three minutes you think you're out of shape because of the anxiety you have in your belly. Because you realize, you know, this game here is um, <laughs> you walk out and you're a world champion. When you walk out of that place, you can be a world champion. And this is what you dreamed about as a young kid playing in this game. But obviously, if you win it, there's a different, you know, there's a different magnitude rather than being on the other side. I was on the other side of it. And um, when you're on the other side of it, uh, the feeling you have is that I got to get back to, to, to try to fix this. And I was in that league for 35 years playing and coaching. Went to three championship games. One as a player against the Eagles when we beat the Cowboys and went to the Super Bowl. 
one with Kansas City my first stint there before I was the head coach. And Joe Montana got knocked out against the Buffalo Bills, and we don't go. And then one time with Tampa Bay, with, with Tony and those guys, and we played the Rams, they beat us in the championship game. So that's 35 years. Uh, people don't realize how difficult it is to get into a Super Bowl. They just think, well, you will be back next year. Now, there's some teams that have done that. Obviously, Captain America did it so many times. If you were in the AFC, you weren't going because he was going to go. He got greedy. He just kept going. But it's very difficult. Mahomes is another one, right? Andy Reid, you just talked about him coaching two organizations the Super Bowl. So it is, it is not that easy to get there, I can tell you that. There's a lot of things that have to happen. ball has to bounce your way, especially in the playoffs. Um, and I congratulate both these organizations. I happen to be involved with both of them. So it's kind of fun to watch them play. Yeah, absolutely. This could be the Herm Edwards Bowl, just like the Andy Reid Bowl. I mean, it really could. Andy Reid, um, yeah. Legendary player. <laughs> Yeah, you know, speaking of anxiety, I, I want to build on that because uh, a narrative that Ben Wilson and I was talking about, uh, perhaps Jalen Hurts could have that big game jitters, right? And, you know, Patrick Mahomes has been there, done that. Um, do you feel like that could be the case or, or do you feel like the Eagles will be settled in uh, early on in this football game? Well, there's two ways to look at it. There's two trains of thought. You know, some guys don't know how they can't figure out how big it is. It just becomes, oh, it's just another game. But for most of them, they're going to feel it. You're going to feel it. I promise you. You're going to feel it. And when you walk into that stadium uh, in pregame warm-up, you're going to feel it. Yeah, you're going to realize, okay, this is the game that I've always wanted to play in. You know? And I think to get through the first five minutes of it is very important. Just playing clean football. Just play clean football the first five minutes. And a lot of things can happen early in that game that all of a sudden momentum can just go so fast before you know it, you're playing from behind, you know, and I think either one of these teams, if they get a lead, that's going to bode well for them. Uh, you know, you don't want to play behind from behind in this game and errors, you know, can happen very fast. Uh, it happened to us. All of a sudden we were down and, and we trying to dig ourselves out of the hole before halftime um, didn't happen. And then we ended up coming back at the end, but we just didn't have enough time. Yeah, it'll be fascinating to see how that plays out. When yeah. you consider how good of a starting team as well uh, Philadelphia has been this year, at, and with so many things to like about both teams, Herm, as we go into the matchup now, end of the day, who do you give uh, the overall edge to if you're imagining how the game ends up playing out over the 60 minutes? Well, I'm going to give it to Mahomes because he's played in it. You know, and, and he's going to have an advantage. He's going to know what that feels like. Um, and I give him that because of his experience, right? Because, you know, he's, he plays with the ball. Quarterback plays with the ball, guys. He affects everybody on the team. He plays with the ball. I tell guys all the time, when you play with the ball as a quarterback, you affect every position on this team. You affect special teams, offense, defense, because what you do with that ball <laughs> can say a lot about how this game's going to turn out, right? Uh, and I've always told him this, when you're on offense, the best thing you could do when you give the ball to the opponent is just kick it. If you always kick it, you'll be okay. If you're kicking the ball to the opponent, you're fine. Because a lot of good things happen when you kick it, right? <laughs> a lot of times you score. One time you don't, you get punished. But all those other kicks, you're making points. And that's important. Fascinating to see how it all will play out yes. right now. Uh, Eagles one and a half point favorites against the Chiefs. Herm Edwards, so kind to give us a few minutes here uh, on the Lombardi line. Current ESPN analyst, you'll be seeing his work uh, throughout, throughout the week. Has spent time with both the Chiefs uh, at Eagles organization, so I'm sure it'll be a lot of fun for you, Herm, watching. Thanks again for the time. We really appreciate it. You guys enjoy it. Thank you much.
Absolutely. Uh, and Pritch, yeah, I, I wonder too how it was for, for you. I had to ask Herm that, right? When, when I think about your playing <laughs> yes, career, you when he was an up and coming uh, <laughs> assistant coach and here you, you go right mm -hmm. into that, that rough and tumble uh, AFC West with a couple matchups every year against the Chiefs. I wanted to get there too, Ben, because there was a guy that wore the jersey number seven uh, that I wanted to play with, uh, and that was John Elway. El uh, oh, yeah. So, okay, I've heard of him. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you've heard of that guy. And um, I tell you what, uh, we had oh, yeah, Shannon Sharp. I had a locker right next to Shannon um, uh, and Anthony Miller. So, I wanted to get to the AFC too, the conference. Because when I was in the NFC, you had Jerry Rice, you had uh, uh, Chris Carter, you had. Um, um, gosh, I'm forgetting their names now, but just legendary um, Art Monk. I mean, you had Sharp. all these Hall of Famers, right? <laughs> yeah, Sterling. I mean, Sterling. Yeah, there you go. Uh, there we go. But I couldn't break through. Andre Risen, I couldn't break through to, to the Pro Bowl. I was an alternate. Michael Irvin, I forgot about Playmaker. Um, but I was an alternate. I was always an alternate. But I figured if I could get to the AFC, I could get to the Pro That's Bowl. That's great. Hey, uh, but then a lacerated kidney uh, prevented that. Right. Hey, but you, <laughs> you got that experience, though. Uh, but yeah, Mike Pritchard. Yes. Falcons, Broncos, and Seahawks, the three teams for Pritch. So thanks again to Herm Edwards for giving us some time on the show. We'll continue the guests as we return on the Lombardi line. Jim Everett, the former NFL QB, stops by right after this on the Lombardi line. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Ben Wilson and Mike Pritchard, live from Phoenix, the site of Super Bowl 57 on VSEN, the sports betting network. Basketball fans can turn a loss into a win with the King of Sportsbooks. Just place a first basket score prop bet on any NBA game, and if your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in bonus bets. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Just log into your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then wager on any player to score the first basket in any NBA game. If your bet misses, you'll get up to $25 back in bonus bets. Turn game time into showtime with BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 
21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. As we welcome you back, it's the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. Live from the site of Super Bowl 57 on Radio Row. I'm Ben Wilson back in Las Vegas at our Circus Sportsbook Studios. There's a look at the set. Oh, what a, what a great setup for VEASAN's first ever year it's a great set. in person at the Super Bowl. <laughs> on site with Mike Pritchard, the former NFL wide receiver. Pleased to be joined now by Jim Everett, former NFL QB. Jim, you and, you and Mike, you guys crossed paths a time or two in the league. You were never teammates, but uh, what, what, take us through the mentality. Like, What was the early 90s NFL really like when, with guys like you and Pritch running the show? Well, A, number one, they would actually hit the quarterback. All right, so we actually <laughs> yeah. had to duck and get the hell out of the way. Now, Pritch, when you're going over the middle, they would actually take his head off. Yes, they would. They would knock you out, which they did. That sent me to the hospital. Ronnie Lott would come to us before the game and say, Jimbo, don't throw over the middle. Don't. And he was right. Right, you know, Pritch, right. Cause I mean, high balls over the middle were a death sentence. Yeah, I didn't like those. I didn't appreciate those. Uh, but we would still catch them for you guys, quarterbacks out there. <laughs> you catch them uh, for absolutely, us. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> but I, I, I haven't talked to you in quite a while. Uh, and I, I, I don't know if you know this story, but uh, when you were on Jim Rome, mm-hmm. it's infamous, right? Um, I was on Jim Rome following you. Uh, I think it was a week or two after that. Mm-hmm. And the table was nailed down. As, as if I was going to go in there and uplift the table and throw it around. I mean, I, did that ever get back to you in terms of that table being nailed down? No. I, the whole th- I didn't even know anything about the table in the first place if it even moved. I mean, so the, the whole the whole, the whole whole thing. So right. it was. People ask me all the time, was that stuff staged? Was that? And I'm like, no. It was just someone being an asshole and I just reacted. And, <laughs> you know, us athletes, we, you know, we try to maintain composure. And, uh, you know, it's been years ago. But, man, I'm telling you what, now it's it seems like the video had been in all these different communication classes so all these kids come up to me and go like man i, I really respect what you did sure <laughs> sure standing up for yourself so how, man, was, how was the show for you well, i gotta ask it was fine i mean I, I got um he sent me to the ivy for dinner oh, uh, and nice. i got a nice tailored shirt and jacket uh, but the interview went well he was on his best behavior oh good uh, i think from that moment on <laughs> because <laughs> nothing else like that has ever happened to him I'll tell you, it was, it was one of those rare things. You know, we both, look, I look at it as two young guys. At yeah. the time, I didn't get to get in the Ivy restaurant. Oh. I mean, it was just a startup. <laughs> I actually thought I was going to Roy Firestone. Okay. <laughs> right, right. But anyways, Bridge, I, I got to ask you, you know, sure. all this time, you know, Colorado, you get Deion Sanders coming in. Are you, are you pumped? I am beyond pumped. Uh, I've been asked that question repeatedly here yeah. at Super Bowl Row already. Uh, I am beyond pumped. I mean, what Dion, Coach Prime has already created just from the platform, the profile that he's increased with, with our program and the kids that he's bringing in. Because that's right. where it starts, right? You got to get the talent. Uh, you got to get those kids to improve each and every year. Uh, and I think Coach Prime is perfect for that. But the coaching staff, too, right. uh, is incredible. Do you follow college football? I do. Okay. I do follow. So, I mean, the uh, and, and I think would would take a page out of Nick Saban's playbook. Mm-hmm. You know, your team's only going to be as good as the talent that you have. Right. And so, you know, coming in, doing all the stuff, I look at the game now, see all the NIL stuff, so teams can improve quicker, guys can flip quicker. We had to sit out a year. We did. Uh, but now kids can move and get good opportunities. I look at it and, like, you know, would I have been at Purdue if we had, you know, the window? Mm-hmm. Because we had a guy named uh, uh, Mark Campbell uh, right. in front of me. 
And he was good. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, I think I would have I would have jumped and gone with Doug Scoville down at San Diego. Okay. State. Just for the opportunity portal. to play. So right. I mean it's it's really wild. So I don't judge these kids. I look at them and go, dude, if you got the opportunity, go. And the fact that you actually get some money, because we used to get like $170 a month for our scholarship. Right. Live off campus, mm -hmm. we can barely do that. Right. And so you know, the fact that these guys can get some money, I'm all about that. You know, the NCAA. I, I like the fact that people challenge that. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. Uh, thinking, too, about the Colorado-Purdue connection we have now, guys, and Jim Everett in the Purdue mm -hmm. Football Hall of Fame. So Ryan Walters played at Colorado, fellow alum of Mike Pritchard, now just gets hired as the head coach there for Purdue. What, what are your thoughts there, Jim, on the new hiring for the Boilermakers? Well, I think it's. I think they've got a program. I think with Jeff Brom, I think the program, you know, went from, you know, really nothing to something, and really, you know, be able to beat Ohio State doing what they're doing. So I think he's got big shoes to fill with Jeff Brom going to Louisville. So I mean, I think there's going to be some challenges um, as far as getting that offense. Um, you know, Purdue's known for two things: astronauts and quarterbacks. <laughs> so we got to keep concentrating on those. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Drew Brees, I think, is on that staff or or consulting. Uh, uh, with Ryan. And Drew is close to okay. the program. I know he's on the NIL uh, board as I am. Yeah. So we work closely with the school on, on, on different programs that are going in. So he's going to have a lot of support on that part. But, you know, that's forever changing right. stuff. But, you know, Drew's a, a big fan of the program. I don't know what he officially is on a coaching staff, but his, you know, knowledge is on top of the game is, is uh, on par with nobody. I mean, mm -hmm. he, he no really question. understands the game. Again, uh, Jim Everett uh, joining us right now. Give him a follow, by the way, if you don't already, at Jim underscore Everett. Out to your at Radio Row doing work for Bally Sports. Jim, getting ready for the uh, for the Super Bowl. As you guys have started your analysis, I'm sure the big thing that everyone wants to know from your perspective is the quarterback matchup. How do you see this uh, this game playing out for Jalen Hurts as a first-time Super Bowl participant? Well, I was really worried early in the, or really late part of the season when Jalen went down with that little collarbone uh, joint problem. And so, you know, as we saw that go down and we saw Patrick Mahomes get his ankle. So, we, you know, are we seeing 100% from either one of them? You know, Patrick Mahomes gets through uh, the championship game on one leg. I think that is, um, you know, that's, that's way up there and performances that are historic. Um, I've had that same injury. Uh, two weeks is still not enough for it to be fresh. So I don't think we're going to see 100% Mahomes. I do think that Jalen knows that, you know, this injury is not going to be his collarbone. Um, he'll be able to play through that. So, man, I love this matchup. Wherever Hurts goes, he wins. You know, I right. mean, I fell for him when he was at Alabama, you know, and he had to you got know, take, got benched. Yeah. And I'm like, you're like, oh, but, you know, I like the, the leadership he shows, he goes to Oklahoma, then they win that conference championship. Right. So he wins everywhere. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Jalen holding the trophy. Okay, you know, because some people have the opinion that the Chiefs are going to win this game, and certainly we're trying to give insight on that possibility. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. From a quarterback standpoint, with Patrick Mahomes facing that defensive front uh, mm -hmm. and the secondary looks, I mean, what do you envision for Patrick? Because they seem like they're one-dimensional. They don't really run the ball that well or that mm -hmm. much. Uh, what does Patrick Mahomes, what is he facing, and what is he going to have to do to, to win this game? Okay, so I don't like the matchup on the outside okay. for Kansas City. Okay. You got the you got some great corners going against uh, against good wide receivers, but where they're going to have is, you know, the Kelsey factor. They got a double Kelsey. We mm -hmm. got that. But I think the X factor on the Kansas City Chiefs is what Pacheco has. Okay. And they've got to get him going. They got to get him going early. They got to get him mid and late. Uh, that way they can at least 
game plan some of the things. But if 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 they stymie Pacheco, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be tough mm. to just rely on Kelsey. Right. And, yeah, Jim, right. that's a player we've talked about a bunch from the prop standpoint. He's yep. taking a ton of action to his over just on, on receiving mm. yards alone from 12 and a half up to 14 and a half. Now, when you think about where the wide receiver room is at in general, multiple guys banged mm -hmm. up right now for Kansas City coming in uh, coming in questionable in Patrick Mahomes' mind, if, if you take us through his mindset, how is the preparation any different, if at all, knowing that he's got a bunch of guys who are less than 100% as well? Uh, it's tough. You know, you just, you know, and Pritch knows this, you just got to, you got to gut it out with the guys that come on. You got to expect that they're going to play their best game. This is the this is the career game. You know, you talk about every NFL player when they're five years old, they had dream of the game that they're going to be playing. You know, uh, the Super Bowl game. Now I didn't. I never got to the stage, but I just say that's. You just got to put, put your best game out there. And that's what you, Patrick Mahomes has to rely on. The guys, he's got to trust them. He's got he's to say, hey, you're going to give me my best. Here we go. And, and trust the game plan mm -hmm. that the enemy and everybody has in, in it. Um, I have no doubt that uh, Kansas City is going to have a great game plan. Can they execute it at the level to, to be successful is, is on those players. All right. You got to lean. Eagles, Kansas City, or are you going to Chiefs? You know, I... I usually like looking at Super Bowls, and I like to I look at teams that have top quarterbacks, have a top wide receiver, have a solid defense, and to me, that's the Eagles. Okay. Looking Eagles, all right. That's the lead at yeah. least from one uh, yeah. Jim Everett. Jim, when as we let you go, when we get off there, you got to ask Mike. There's uh -huh. another story that that was a tertiary to his Jim experience that is not for air, but you can ask Pritch about that. Uh, Pritch knows, uh, what, I'm, Pritch uh, knows uh, what I'm talking about, all right? I know you guys right? didn't ask me, but the last four games, I think, the last four Super Bowls have all been unders. So just odd-wise, and being an offensive yeah, guy, I, I want to see an over. Well, I, so I may, do, too. Yeah, so make I'm sure, uh, like, I don't know if it's emotional, <laughs> but I want to see an over. All right, yeah. Jim, when you go back to the Bally Sports them, set, go, go, go find Mike Silver, because he came on our show like an hour ago and said he likes the over. So you guys got to you know, lock heads on that. <laughs> tell, tell him who's boss on that. Uh, I got Jim Everett joining us here from Radio Row. Jim, Thanks so much for the time. We really appreciate it. Hey, thanks. And I want that story, Prince. I'll give it to you. It's, it's right. coming in about thanks, 15 guys. seconds. All right. That is our number one in the books for us. We go around the league. Some news and notes as we start our number two next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare mtv's official challenge podcast is back for another season and so are we i'm tori deal and i'm anisa ferreira the wait is over guys all stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level 
old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.